0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Dyslexic. This week, we're about to have a world of fun because it is a brand new show type. This is the first Home Park Hoedown episode of Dyslexic. So what that means is Home Park holdown episodes are when I bring on a guest or two who love their uh, local park or their regional park or whatever have you, or a park they grew up going to, and they get to come and tell us all about all about it and why we should consider visiting and go into that park because dyslexic has always uh, been about theme parks not just disney universal and so i want to give a big i want to shine a big light on these regional parks that are fantastic places to visit and with that being said if you didn't get the hint before today i have with me jennifer from worldsoffun.org which fun fact is one of the oldest amusement park websites in existence so uh jennifer how are you i'm good that is great to hear so um why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your history with the park and why you love it so much
1: okay um well my name is jennifer Lovesy Maz. as you mentioned um i've been running world since 1997 um i've been going to the park since i was probably around five or six years old 1983 uh it was the first time that i can recall ever going to world of fun and uh you know, I didn't go a whole lot when I was a kid, but it when I did, it was you know, Disney sometimes gets classified as magical. Well, for me, that was world fun. You know, going there was, you know, just the highlight sometimes of my childhood. And uh, when I turned about 16 years old, um I worked at the park and I got curious as far as what happened to various attractions, um the Sky High uh that was no longer there and uh I asked around and nobody knew about it. Famously, I asked the, the icicle stand attendant if he about this guy. but <laughs>
0: like no. Um, oh, that's right. That's sorry. That got me.
1: <laughs> the icicle was like a little drink stand. Um, and um, so, but of course, they didn't know anything. So I, uh, my dad took me down to the, uh, the downtown Kansas City Library and I, uh, I found in 1973, that was the year the park opened. A souvenir map and I found the name of the ride which is the Sky High and that it actually had existed um, and uh, it just it it just got fascinating to it, that it just it lit a spark and I'm like I wanted to know more and I literally you know this was when the internet was just starting and there really was nothing out there so I would spend hours scrolling through old microfilm of Kansas City Star and Kansas City Times articles and I would find out about all these attractions that were no longer there and Uh, I spent a couple years doing that and then a friend of mine told me oh you should start a free website you know tripod website and I did you know for my personal self and on there I created a little worlds of fun section for the stuff that I had found on worlds of fun and other people found it and they started asking me questions and I'm like it kind of became a quest for me to find you know all this alt stuff about all these attractions and stuff like that and I'm, I'm still doing it 20 some years later it's actually how I met my husband was through that same website and we Met actually at Worlds of Fun the very first time. And, uh, you know, we've been, we've been, I've been season, I've been a season pass holder since I could buy a season pass, since so I was capable of buying a season pass myself. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, like I said, there's just something magical about that spot, about that place. I actually, you know, I fly back to Kansas City, you know, pretty much, you know, to visit family, obviously, but then also to go to Worlds of Fun too. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, you got sprinkled in there. Like, uh, hi, family. Okay, World of Fun. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. unfortunate. It's like people are like, okay, well, we want to see you <laughs>
0: <laughs> We can see each other. Just get a ticket. We're gonna go to World of Fun. we will meet
1: up there. Yeah, and I still, and I still have a season. I still have a season pass to World of Fun, even though I live in Orlando, Florida, now. So see,
0: I don't blame you for that because when you go home, sometimes you really just want to go back to that home park of yours and that's I don't know that's so cool and I think it's amazing how you met your husband through your website that that's an amazing love story to me because it's so cool because it it's it wasn't you know an online dating site or anything it was you following a passion of yours learning about these old attractions and then he just found it and I think that's awesome
1: yeah the park was building Mamba and I guess he was working with the park and they were watching all the little fan sites that were popping up you know, because Mamba was the big, I mean, it still is a big thing, even at Worlds of Fun, right. um, which is the Morgan Hypercoaster. It was the the third of the Morgan triplets. And uh, that was back in 1998. And so he was just, he was following my website and he said, oh, let's, let's do a group meetup. And a couple of us were supposed to meet up at Worlds of Fun and it was just him and I. So <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> I <laughs> And uh, and we walked around the park, and he kind of took me on a, a tour, and it's like, well, that's where the Scream Roller was, and that's, you know, BM Boozler used to be known as Singapore Sling, and and of course, I was completely fascinated, but I was like, you know, anyway, it was, <laughs> it's kind of sappy, but, you know, cute at the same time, I guess. No, so. I love that. Yeah. I
0: think that's fantastic. And I also think it's really cool that you, you started your own website for your local park, because... i I don't know i just find that so interesting because i know that's not something i would know how to do or would have thought to do because to me i would just you know for me i i did the same thing with my local park which is holiday world and you know i would buy i would read books and articles look at old maps and uh i would like write down information that i knew in a binder and I, i kept that thing for years just wanting to remember and learn things about the park and i recently took my uh my uh, boyfriend to the park, and we went around, and I had a bunch of pictures saved of where all the attractions used to be, and so instead of riding most of the attractions or the rides, i'd walk around and i was like that used to be there the old tilted world was there and that's where the banter used to be and it was a rainbow and so it went around and around and then the the, the line you know this slide used to be over here and he's like uh-huh
1: right that was kind of like well that was just basically just like our old conversation that we had it's like you'll find something and it's like oh my gosh that was a footer from the sky high you know and it's just you know and that's that's just it, it's just awesome when you find little details that are still there you know that are from these rides that haven't been there for 20 or 30 years so there'll be there'll be one or two footers that are left over from sky high the original stations are still there from sky high you know the footers from the scream roller which was the park's corkscrew roller coaster where timberwolf is now you know some of those footers are still there you know and that's just that's just me that's just geeky awesomeness i guess so um but no i mean it's just i think at that time period you know the internet was was really really new nobody know knew what to do with it you know, there, I mean, RCDB was barely been around for maybe a year, um, you know, and all these other little websites, you know, Coaster Buzz and, you know, stuff like that didn't even exist anymore, exist at that time. Right. So everybody was creating their own little fan sites and I just, have, I, was, I wasn't doing anything different really than anybody else was. I just... You know, I guess I'm, I guess it's really sad that I'm 42 years old and I'm still doing it. But, you know, I don't anyway. think it's, I, it's, sad fun, at all. it's fun for it's fun for me. I really enjoy it. So I keep
0: doing it. <laughs> see, I, I think it's fantastic because I think a lot of people um almost lose their way without some kind of hobby or something to look forward to. And I think it's fantastic. You have something that brings interest and fun to your life. And that's exciting for me. You know, even as somebody who just follows you on Twitter and like loves to see the updates and stuff you put on there. and I think it's so cool.
1: <clears throat> um I'm still learning I'm still learning the uh the social media thing. The face the face I mean Facebook obviously I've been on Facebook since gosh, I don't even know. I don't know. Um Twitter's only been a couple of years. Somebody told me about Snapchat that I should get on Snapchat. I'm like, <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> so <laughs> Oh I'll tell you so, I'm
0: still I've been on Twitter for a few years I didn't really get into it until about a year or two ago so we're kind of in the same boat there so I'm still learning stuff and I'm like I'll see people do stuff and I'm like well how did they do that I don't know so I have to go look it up somewhere and try to figure
1: out what to do. <laughs> right exactly and that's that's just it's just a learning process you get fascinated by something and then you go learn how to do it and it's funny you mentioned you had a notebook I before I had the website I had a vertical file it was like a like one of those folders that had the multiple little different folder places oh yeah, yeah, in. yeah an and I had a category folder. exactly it was just like that and uh and I kept all my stuff organized that I had found that way and then that's why I created a website so that I actually have you know some place that yeah, I could just easier go way to and.
0: organize it
1: easier way to organize it exactly so
0: that's fantastic no I kept that notebook for years and I was writing tons of stuff i learned about holiday world or any other parks and I had sections for each and most people don't know about that but I had it
1: (laughs) I think a lot of people do and the sad thing is it's not it would not fit in an accordion I have like a whole room full of stuff now it's it's really yeah (laughs) no I love that
0: (laughs) No, that's awesome. So um, here is my next question to learn about the park. Um, Okay. What are some cool and fun current experiences or attractions at the park that people could go um, do if they go to Worlds of Fun and Oceans of Fun? If you didn't know, there's also a water park.
1: Yeah. um, Worlds of Fun and Oceans of Fun are actually now one park. They didn't start out that way, but now they've been combined since, I think, 2014. Um, And uh, as far as current events, you know, right now, Grand Carnival... I uh, just moved uh, from like Kings Dominion, Kings Island, over to World of Fun. It's opened uh, this last weekend. It runs until August third. Um, I personally think, to a certain extent, that event was almost based off of World of Fun because World of Fun has a international theme that is miraculously kept over the years. Uh, it's themed around Jules Verne's book, Around the World in 80 Days. And, oh, uh, is that why there's the uh, the, hot
0: the air Jules Verne? Balloon. That's why oh, there's a Jules Verne hot air balloon. That makes in there. sense. See, I knew it had an yes. international theme, but I didn't know that was yes. it. That's awesome. That's almost very Tony Baxter-esque. If you don't, if you guys don't know who Tony Baxter is, he was an Imagineer who was very he was obsessed with Jules Verne and tried to get tons of Jules Verne Jules Verne's things into the Disney parks. So I think that's really that's really cool.
1: Yeah. No. And I mean, the, the thing is, is a lot of those parks that opened in the '70s really haven't kept their theme. A lot of six flag sparks are yeah. like that. Worlds of Fun really, with with the exception of a few items, really, really, actually has. So you'll find Mamba in the African section. You'll have Patriot in the Americana section. Um Patriot is the Worlds of Fun's BNM uh inverted coaster. It's very much like Talon. There's some disagreement as far as which one really is better, Talon or Patriot. Patriot has a little bit of airtime in there, so I gonna say I saw that airtime that.
0: hill which is almost almost rare with uh being inverts you know you don't really get air times; you more get uh, no loops. you don't you get a lot of inversions um, on those so i saw that and i was like that's interesting i would like to do that
1: yes it's a it's a very good coaster i will recommend the back row left or right seat on the back row is like the best place to ride that um mamba I'm writing which that is down the- <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and i i can tell you like the best seat on almost every roller coaster there uh, Mamba, and I'm probably going to be killed by somebody for telling somebody telling people this. Uh, Mamba first of all, I've written Steel Force, I've written uh, Wild Thing and I've written Magnum XL I've even written Steel Eel, which is the mini the mini Morgan. Yeah, yeah Mamba is by far the best um, it has, if you ride, and this is where people are going to kill me. If you ride in the third row of the first car, third row of the first car. Again, writing that down. First third car, row of the first car. <laughs> There's <laughs> a reason I've said that three times. The airtime on that second hill you get airtime floating out of your seat all the way down that second hill it is amazing and then you hit that that third little hill and you get airtime there and then you go through the helix you get all the head choppers that are there and then you go up into the trim brakes and you get airtime there and then you hit the trim brakes and then it depends on how how heavy the trim brakes are and how warm or cold it is and how many people are in the drain depending on whether you get good airtime on the on the run back or not but no, I get Third that. That's kind of how it is. So you, have, you really got to hit it at
0: the right time to get that. Yeah,
1: yeah. But the first half of the ride, you ride in that seat. I can guarantee you the airtime is just amazing. See, so. I love
0: airtime. I love floater. Ejector is personally my favorite. For those of you who aren't really savvy in like roller coaster speak, uh, floater airtime is when you kind of float out of the sea. It's very gentle. And then ejector is when it, like it's like it says, ejects you out of the sea and you kind of slam up and slam back down. But I i would love to do that and you said those head choppers i saw how low to the ground mamba gets and that was almost frightening to me like i thought it was cool i've been on a lot of coasters guys but like i saw how low mamba got and i was like whoa that's in that helix it got pretty low
1: well yeah and i mean if you're looking at it because i i worked on mamba i was i worked part time out there for several years if you were if you actually look at it there's like 20 30 feet there. oh you're yeah not no, near, no. but when you're on the ride it's so funny you ride that ride and everybody in front of you is like oh they put their hands down yeah every <laughs>
0: single time oh no <laughs> that's so- that's how it is um for like the the legend and the raven like you go into the tunnels on the first drop and every time you ride it, you see people slamming their hands down but if you actually watch it you can see there's tons of room nobody's gonna get even close those tunnels but no
1: (laughs) right 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 and a lot of times people give you know they they're like well mamba doesn't have the tunnels like steel force or magnum does it doesn't need the tunnels the tunnels are they're like yeah they're they're irrelevant they're 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 really irrelevant really to be honest with you um as far as really good rides um a lot of people overlook cyclone sam's Cyclone Sam's is a wipeout. It's a chance wipeout. It's just basically a spin and puke ride. But it's inside of a building and it's got such a great storyline that this crazy inventor, Stan Stoderecheck, created this cyclone, this rain creating rain machine. Created this rain machine. But instead of it creating rain, it created tornadoes. So you go in and you, you board and you get strobe lights and fog and you know sound effects that you're like in a tornado <laughs> see i saw and- that and i thought that was the coolest thing i love
0: when parks have that one really quirky thing to them and i saw that and i was like that's so quirky that's so unique that they just enclosed, you know a chance uh oh my gosh almost a tidal wave i know that's what it's wipe- called wipeout. yes and uh you know they have the black light animals on the wall i saw that and i was like that is so cool First of all, I love those rides. They're one of my favorite flat rides. I just think they're a good time. But to have to give it a theme and a backstory, that is just so different. And I love that.
1: And yeah, and it's got a little pre uh, pre pre-ride video, you know, the kind of it's kinda like almost Disney esque where it tells you like a story about Yeah, that's that's on YouTube. That's actually it's it's there's there's fans out there. I have a friend of mine that could like literally go word for word he knows every word in that in that spiel it's 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 funny and, and crazy at the same time um like i said grand colonel Burl, and then of course then as far as other events then haunt is coming up i think that's like the I'm second week. i'm a big
0: fan of halloween i'm a big uh, fan of cedar fair's halloween haunt events. you
1: should come to world you should come to world of fun i think honestly I have never been to Knott's Berry Farm, so I cannot... I mean, I've been to the park. I've never been there during haunt. Right. So I, I can't speak from a comparative experience on that. But I have been to Cedar Point. I have been to King's Island. Um there are haunts. I've been Worlds to, of fun I, is Worlds of fun outside of Knott's Berry Farm possibly even better than not, is possibly even better than Knott's Berry Farm. See? As far as the haunt goes. Honestly, I
0: think that's a fair argument from what I've seen. Because, like, I've been to King's Island's haunt. Um, and that's the only Cedar Fair Haunt I've been to. But I've been to it and I noticed that a lot of their things, whether it be a scare zone or a house or a maze or whatever you want to call it, um, itself is almost related to or a l- almost lesser version of knots. where when I was looking at Worlds of Fun, I saw all these original different houses that I had not seen in the other parks. and I was like, whoa, this is different. I'm really into like this. It's, it's almost... It's almost edgy in the way that it's not conventional scare.
1: It's not. And the guy that's in charge of live entertainment at the park, basically he created the Halloween haunt. I would I'm terrified of ever going inside of his brain. Oh. <laughs> but uh but he create he creates I mean, I say that as a good thing yeah. because he creates some great attractions and they can get some very long lines if you go closer to Halloween, you know, closer to Halloween. Um, that's why I always tell people, you know, go and going late September it's not as crowded you know the closer you get to Halloween the crowded more crowded it gets but you know some of those attractions my personal favorite is um, oh my goodness oh my goodness I can't remember the name of it I'm so sorry <laughs> I, fine. Um, the, I
0: do that all the time it, out here. <laughs>
1: um um Not Master McCarthy. It's the one that is New Orleans themed. Ooh. And for the life the life of I me, I, love it's, that. Yeah, it's like blood on the bayou, blood on the bayou. That's what it's called. Blood on the bayou. It's basically like you're going into a mansion on the bayou. And so you've got alligators and voodoo and all of that going on. And it's the theming is wonderful. The screen, I think there's some scares in there too, but I just, I love i love the theming and the story that goes along with it so Um, i i will anything
0: that is you know uh louisiana haunt voodoo like i love those haunts because king's island had backwoods bayou and it's not very it's i'll be honest with y'all it's not great but i liked it because it was different from everything else it wasn't serial killers or zombies it was different and i love that
1: right Right. No, and there's no serial killers or zombies or anything like that. And it, it does, it kind of plays a little bit to the, the Missouri, you know, I don't want to use the word hick, but you know, the... Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, no, so. I get you. I've been to plenty of local haunts around here. And, you know, I live in Kentucky, guys, and almost every haunt here has at least some form of hillbilly section.
1: Hillbilly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It, pl- it plays that up just a little bit to that. And then, of course, there's some, there's bloodshed, which is basically... Uh, you're walking through a slaughterhouse and it starts with them slaughtering meat and animals and it, at the end they're slaughtering humans people. <laughs> people yeah so um i have a friend of mine that that's actually that's worked in that for several <clears throat> pardon me several years and uh, it's definitely a great haunt so i will say if you've never been to worlds of fun go during haunt that is the absolute by by, by far best time to go because um, then you get all of the all the rides and attractions are all still operational, but then you get the haunt and the haunt parade and everything on top of that too.
0: I saw they had a parade and I thought that was so interesting. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. I know Kings Island doesn't. I know a lot of the other parks do not have a haunt parade. I also saw they still had the Overlord,
1: which yes. was very oh, interesting had, to me. They've gotten rid of that at other parks. That's surprising. They have
0: uh, Kings Island used to have it and they don't. I know Knott's had it for a long time. I know they don't anymore. Yeah, they, they've gotten rid of the Overlord at a lot. Because, like, ha- if you guys don't know, like, Cedar Fair haunts are, they're connected in some ways, but they're all very much their own thing at their parks. Right. Um, But, you know, they have, you know, little things here or there. Um,
1: well, I was plug. a Screamster. I was a Screamster, which is a monster in the, ha- in the haunted house. I was in Asylum Island for most of the time that I was there. That one's not, that one doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but uh, I was a Screamster from 2006 until 2009 or 10. I can't remember. It all starts running together. But it used to be they do the makeup at the individual houses, of mm-hmm. locations. And then they switched that in 2008, I think it was, so that they were doing makeup all in one specific generalized location, which is in the back of the park by the maintenance buildings. Um, and so the parade kind of started out of necessity to get all the monsters to their, locations. From, to their location. So literally I was there the first year and it was just kind of, okay, we all line up. We kind of all troop to where we're going to. And then it just, it literally evolved over the years to now we have um, the Overlord's Awakening. And I mean, I was just there last October and... My goodness, you had to wait an hour to an hour and a half to get a good spot for Overlord's Awakening, because it's 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 such a popular. I believe,
0: see, so. I watched I watched a video of it uh, to kind of familiarize myself, and I was like, "Whoa, this is good. It's very scary. It sets the entire tone of the event, and it really kind of gives the backstory of the event. And I love that.
1: Yeah, and they have <laughs> they have roaming characters that go like very very. Uh, pu- Lots of makeup, lots of latex, just very detailed characters that roam around and scare people prior to the show as well. So, yeah. See, I
0: love that. Um, and then I also noticed, do, I, I also noticed that they also do Winterfest. I know not all the Cedar Fair parks yes. do. I've been yes. to King's Island's Winterfest and I love it. It's not my favorite event, but I do really, really like it. So I was wondering, you know, what are your opinions on Worlds of Fun's Winterfest, if you've been?
1: I I have been. I went the first year and I went last year. I was amazed by it. Uh, For me, if you can relate anything back to the park's history, then you have got me 100% on board. Um, And uh, Winterfest does that one of the great traditions that Worlds of Fun had back in the 80s, and they had a whole ad series on this, was Worlds of Fun at night. And they lit up all of their attractions with all of these lights. And many of them still have them. And many of them have been updated over recent over the recent years. You know, so it was always just absolutely sparkling, beautiful at night. And so Winterfest kind of brings that tradition back. And the whole park is just so lit up everything has lights on it and what i love mostly is that they theme the lighting so you go into the orient section and it's all red and gold and they have you know chinese uh lanterns hanging from the trees and and they have like uh little lit up dragons on spinning dragons and stuff like that and you know scandinavia then you have your um your ice princess you know like uh out of uh you know Fro- disney's yeah. frozen like the actual character that that's based on yes yeah, like which the... is appropriate for scan the scandinavian section it of is the it really is and um uh, you know and it's just i think a lot of people don't realize this a lot of costuming chain wide comes out of world of fun uh i kind of Does call it the cave yeah i kind of call it the cave they have like literally aisles of like sewing machines that is so <laughs> uh, interesting and they do all the costuming i think they do a lot of the costuming for han i think it, they do a lot of the costuming for Winterfest across the chain uh and then also i believe for grand carnival comes out of worlds Fun. nobody nobody realizes that but you know worlds of fun back when the parks all used to do themed costumes for different areas mm-hmm. they made all of their costumes too that's so. really
0: cool. No, I love that. I mean, like, that's really, really cool because if you guys have never been to a Super Fair Park during one of these events, their costumes are either so detailed and frightening or so detailed and beautiful.
1: Yes. And I mean, they
0: are beautiful, especially those Winterfest costumes. They are beautiful. I mean, detailed, beaded, everything. They are absolutely amazing. And that's so cool that Worlds of Pun does all that. I had no idea. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people, I think World's Fun is in some ways undervalued by a lot of people. Oh, it is. Um, I it's, can definitely say know, that. you know, I mean, the, the, the character of the park, it actually has hung on to a lot of that thematic character that a lot of other parks from that time period really haven't. It still has theme music. You know, you go to different sections. You have Oriental music in the Orient. You have European music in Europa, which is awesome. Um, and then, you know, the landscaping, which is another thing. I had mentioned the lights in the 80s was a big thing. Landscaping with that park has always been a major aspect. They have five greenhouses. Whoa. Um, you know, they probably have probably more greenhouses than probably any other Cedar Fair no, park. No, I can except, Gil- except for maybe Gilroy Gardens. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, in the last couple of years, they've really been bringing that back. We got the floral cloth back last year. In 2018, they've been adding lots several topiaries. There was an old topiary Liberty Bell that the park had had for years and had been gone for about five years, and they brought that back last year. And you know, it's just they did actually. World of Fun just did a blog on that recently. It's kind of short, but it's it's really really highlights, you know, that the people that are in landscaping have been in landscaping there for sometimes decades, you know, and That's it really is, yeah. So. I think they do a great job on that. I think it
0: also shows like how big of a heart the park prob- you know probably has against coming from somebody who hasn't been like it from when you have people who want to stay there for so long it shows that the park is doing something right and does deserve some form of appreciation. Right. And I think that's really cool. Um but you were saying uh we were talking about the different sections. Um could you tell me like what the different sections are of arena 4? yeah
1: Yeah, so there's five theme sections for worlds of fun uh scandinavia is where you enter the park at currently um and i'll I'll talk about here in just a second uh they redid the scandinavian gate because it used to be the back gate they redid the scandinavian gate about oh my gosh please don't crucify me if i get this wrong about three years ago i believe and uh, it's absolutely beautiful so you enter the park through the scandinavian gate you have um the major attractions there are Viking Voyager, which is a classic Aeroflume flume ride. Um, those are getting rare, and there's still one there. I saw that. Um,
0: I saw that um, uh, because I, I saw that they have a lot of flat rides that I, you don't see yes. at a lot of parks. And I, I, I genuinely, as somebody who really likes flat rides, coasters are great, but I think I think parks really need a well-rounded amount of flat rides and coasters. Absolutely, yes, and uh, maybe a few dark rides thrown in there. But that's just me.
1: <laughs> I would love to see it. I would love to see a dark rider. That's so long, long. That's so overdue. A world of fun is to have a dark right there. Um, Let's see. Uh, there's Scrambler, Eli Bridge Scrambler. There's the Sea Dragon, which is the the chance swinging ship ride. Um, and then there's Short Charlene, which is not. It looks like a who. It looks like a who swing around. Is not a who swing around. It's like a generic off-brand of it. Really? Because I thought it was. I really thought everybody, it was. Everybody thinks it is. I thought it was until a couple of years ago. But the, the old maintenance guy out there was like, no, we," because we were trying to repair it with parts and the parts wouldn't work. I'm like, that's how we found out. Um, that's so,
0: crazy. It's like, it's yeah. kind of like a secret. <laughs> oh, that's
1: so cool. So that's Scandinavia. And then uh, you go from Scandinavia into Africa. And so there's a train bridge that separates the two. Um, Africa, you have um, the uh, the Hoos uh, uh, Enterprise, which is getting incredibly rare. Cedar, Ping- Cedar Point just removed theirs. Kentucky
0: Kingdom just removed theirs, too. That, that's yeah. the only Enterprise I've ever been on. And it was, yeah. I saw that, and I was like, oh, they have an Enterprise. That's definitely one of those rarer flat rides.
1: It's, it's getting to be that way. It's known as the Zulu, was added in the park in 1979 and uh, it has an amazing light package on it so if you get it at night get some pictures of it at night it's beautiful at night um prowler is uh right down the road from that and uh, of course prowler is great prowler is uh was added in 2009 uh it's the coaster of the mystic timbers at king's island is based off of at least i personally that's what i've you heard know, I've I, never could, read- I
0: could see that and i saw prowler and i was like i was very impressed it's low to the ground but it is Fast. I saw a PLD. It's a very
1: good ride. I said,
0: that very is good ride. fast. That is low to the ground and fast. And that's rare with coasters because everybody wants big, big airtime or lots of Yeah, emergence. you don't have
1: to build the biggest. You don't have to build the biggest to have the best. You're right. You do not so. have
0: to have the biggest or the most immersion to have
1: a good ride. Right. Um, the interesting thing about that is that there have been three rides where Prowler is. There's Prowler and then there was an old water ride known as Python Plunge before that. And then there was also a little car safari ride that used to be there too the interesting thing about the safari ride was taken out in 1978 yeah 1978 Um, they took a lot of the fiberglass animals from that and they're still in the park so there's a fiberglass gorilla that's right down the pathway it's right next to a restaurant called gorilla grill and it's actually right there out in front of the restaurant it's from a ride that hasn't been in the park for like 40 years that's so, so cool so um so you go across the bridge there's gorilla grill and you come up and then there's boomerang and that's just your typical the yeah, boomerang. typical boomerang uh, <laughs> typical Boomerang. you have your floral clock that's right there and that's that's the location the floral clock has always been in uh from uh, 73 until 96 which is i think when it was removed and then it got added back as i mentioned last year um if you go to your left, you're going to go up and you have Mamba. We call it the Cedar Fair section of the park. It's still part of Africa. So you have Mamba because it looks so much like Cedar Point. Yeah. And um, you have yeah. your Mamba and you have your, you have your Coaster's Diner, um, which is kind of one of those things that was done in 1999. It's one of the few things that are just completely not thematically appropriate, yeah. but it's kind of like it's. Every there. park has that.
0: And you're just like, it,
1: okay, I guess we'll go with it. <laughs> It's there. Um, Fury of the Nile, which is the uh, the Intamin uh, River Rapids ride. It's is it very inter-
0: themed. I saw that and I was like, that is a lot more themed than most River raft rides.
1: They redid the theming on the tunnel this year and it's amazing. It's got sound effects in it. Oh, it's that's got fog cool. and strobe lights right at night. Um, on the interesting thing about Nile is that when Nile opened in 84, it was the first... First of all, it was the world's largest rapids ride at the time. Really, it was the first rapid It was the first rapids ride to incorporate a turntable loading system. And if you know anything about Disney and Universal, they all use that.
0: They know? do. It was
1: the. It was the first ride to ever have that turntable. That is system. so cool. I love
0: that operating system because at my, uh, like I said, Holiday World which is my home park. It's it. It is a conveyor belt system where it just goes straight yeah. and hop on, hop off that turntable. It's really cool because it's it's so efficient because you can load so many uh boats at a time. Um I mean, you know, a lot you of a lot of a
1: lot of them a lot of them have that I think Six Flags St. Louis has the old uh, um, conveyor belt and the Silver Dollar City I think they're redoing their their rapids ride yeah. their Lost River of the Ozarks. Um, because
0: um Kali River Rapids at Disney Animal Kingdom has that turntable, turntable and so does um
1: Bludo's Bill Draft does yes, too. Yes, and
0: uh, uh, I almost said Boulder Canyon. That's Holiday World. Um, Are you talking about the one
1: at Disney DCA? Uh, no, California I'm Adventure? actually
0: talking about the one at King's Island.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, oh my but it also Don't has answer. a turntable. Yeah, so the one... So Fury of the Nile, in 1984 uh was the first one to have that it also i call it does not have the ugly lake that a lot of uh that's my technical term for it The like the the pond that holds the water (laughs) it actually nile does not have one because it was designed by a local engineering firm burns mcdonald it was designed to hold the water at the very end under the lift hill so that they can drain all of the ride up up except for that last section and they don't have to have a separate holding pond for it. That is it's fantastic. It actually will hold the water in the right. It's it's it was fabulously en- engineered. I am and so impressed because those
0: are personally river raft rides are some of my favorite attractions that parks can have.
1: Me too. They're <laughs> me too. They're
0: always unpredictable. They're fun to go on with big groups, um, but there's also so much you can do to theme those. And a lot I feel like right. a lot of parks don't think that there are, but there's a lot you could do to theme river raft rides because you're rafting down a river almost every. You know any any every continent in the world has some form of river so
1: oh right yeah you, exactly. have, you have so there's something. so much so many po- i always i remember writing the one at bush gardens williamsburg several years ago and it shocked me then it still shocks me now the water was heated it no was water- it isn't oh, which-
0: no it is not <laughs>
1: I don't know if it is anymore. This was like a decade ago, but it was heated when we wrote it. You can see the steam and <laughs> it's I'm like, you can get the so cool. it. It's warm. <laughs> it's
0: <was> like what? <laughs> it's re- um, it really is a, it's, it's it's a community bath there.
1: <laughs> I get you know, I guess it's appropriately themed because it was in the the you know the grease. I think it was in oh, the grease you section. You know what? That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um so so you go from there and So the way the park was designed, it was designed as a circle, and then they added the Forum Amphitheater, which is still there. Uh, And it has a road that runs, well, it's not known as the Forum anymore, sorry, it's known as the Heart of America Theater. I won't go into, I won't go into why it was, why it was renamed. It's kind of a funny story. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so you can either go down Forum Road, or you can go back and go through Europa. Um, Europa is the European section of the park. Um, it's home to La Taxi Tour, which is the old aero antique car ride. Mm. If you look, when Kings Island announced their new antique cars that they were bringing back this year, yes. they used they used World of Fun's video. They used the La Taxi Tour for World did of Fun. Did they? Right? They really did. Yes. That's so cool. I will say, I, comm- I commend them
0: on that because that, that's all right. a lot of parks, you know, aren't really going to put in now.
1: No. Because it's just, it but they just, a draw. in there. Yeah, no. It's... World of fun has a blessing of lots and lots of land it does not have an issue with i saw that i saw so, that watching
0: POVs of like mamba i was like this has a lot of expansion land
1: so that's really cool so they don't have to get they don't have to get rid of the rides like the yeah the viking voyager flume ride and taxi tour to make ray for a new attraction and just keep those and add them somewhere else so that's that's the great thing um so there's that there's flying dutchman which is the the Intamin flying dutchman it's actually the prototype for the Intamin Flying Dutchman. Really? Ride, See, I wish Kings Island has one. Kings Island, or not Kings Island, Kentucky. Kingdom. Yes, has Kentucky one. Kingdom has so. Kings
0: Island's old flying Dutchman. Fun. Yeah, fact. the one with the little shoes. Yeah, the, the, little, the shoes? little shoes. Yeah. That's surprising because yeah. I, I heard somebody say that Worlds of Fun's flying Dutchman has wheels. To no. Start. It doesn't? Okay, so then I'm wrong about that. But I've it's it's if you guys don't know, a flying Dutchman is similar to like uh you it's 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 a typical swing ride except the vehicles you get in actually touch the ground, so they will touch the ground, where most will dangle. So I think that that's right. really interesting,
1: and it actually has a little bit of a thrill because your cars are connected just by you know a metal cable, and I think you get. I know we, the yo-yo rides. Everybody thinks it looks like one of the yo-yo rides. It does kind of look like uh, a yo-yo. swinging rides, but it's the 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 ride experience is completely different. Oh, most so. definitely,
0: it's very. It's a very chill. At least the one at Kentucky Kingdom is. It's very chill and um, kind of uh, toned down ride there. I don't know if it is a world of fun, but Kentucky Kingdom's Flying Dutchman is very uh, slow-paced and m- more for younger visitors.
1: Oh, well, it's 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 quite a thrill. I think, for me personally, it's quite a thrill ride at World of Fun. But, it, it, but I don't know. I haven't ridden the one at Kentucky Kingdom in years, so... So yeah, well Um, I I,
0: I, I've been told it it went faster at one point. It was more of a thrill ride. Okay. Where now they've toned it down. But that's really Yeah, it's
1: definitely it's definitely not (laughs) I haven't ridden it in a while though I need to go back and ride it. That's one of the things I haven't ridden I don't ride a lot of rides when I go to Worlds of Fun. I love to just so i guess i'm getting older i like the atmosphere and i'll ride some rides you know it's just i'm not like when i was a kid you know jump off run around ride again jump off, right ride around run around again I, I i just can't i can't do that anymore i guess but um so let's see europa there is uh falcon's flight i always try to call i always want to call it falcon's fury but see, falcon's flight.
0: <laughs> i probably would too i'd probably be the 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 person who goes the world's for the first time I'd be like let's go to falcon's fury flight let's go to falcon's flight
1: <laughs> flight falcon's flight and one of the things i love is that a tradition with a, a lot of the original world of fun names and i don't know if they did this intentionally i'd like to think they did this intentionally um is that a lot of the old original world of fun attractions are two words and each word starts with the same letter so viking voyager zambi Z zinger uh Congo Clearing, which is a rest which that used to be what Gorilla Girl was called. Uh Finnish Fling. I'm trying to think of them all. But they're all it's all this cute little naming thing where I love you know, that. All, two letters, same so Falcon's flight is kind of fun, even though it's relatively new, it was added last year. It's a who's condor. I saw which that is which also, are
0: very rare.
1: Which are extremely rare. Yes. Um and i think it has the same issue that all whose condors condors have so but they have nothing against world of fun but they just are technically mechanically there's there's some obvious issue with them that they just don't like to operate all the time so right right all right then um, there's autobahn which uh, actually is an original ride it's a bumper cars um, it started, it was known as Der Fender Bender when the park first opened in 73 <laughs> and, got, and got renamed, I think, in 1995
0: to Otto to Bender, to
1: the park. That name is too funny. Bender. Everybody, we, everybody calls it DFB. <laughs> DFB. It's a lot easier. So oh, it's um It's funny. So from there, so you could either have gone down Forum Road or at this point you're gonna leave Europa, cross into the train bridge, and enter Americana. Um, Americana, you have the train depot, which is on your left. Um, the train is currently not operational. I think they're work, they're working their, you know, butts off trying to get it off op- trying to right, get it operational because right. it's one of the park's most popular rides. Um, and then um, from Americana, there's detonator, which is the which is an SNS space shot. Uh, It was the first S&S space shot that was permanently located in any amusement park anywhere in the country. Really? So, Worlds of Fun
0: really has broken some records, and that's that's really
1: cool. Oh, yeah. Worlds of Fun has tons and tons of records to its name. Um, So, it was also originally designed to be Three Towers, and the 1996, if you see a 1996 map, it actually shows Detonator with Three Towers Mm -hmm. on it. Um, and then of course when it got added it was two um, and uh, if you look at it the, the center cylinders don't go all the way to the top <coughs> like they do on, on the, the newer versions of it mm-hmm. the Mach 2's so you get a little bit of a sl- I've never ridden it it's not my type of ride it's just the whole <laughs> right, going right. by what my husband has said it's better the original the Mach 1's are better than the Mach 2's so so there's that and then the Cyclone Sam's is there and then Mustang Runner which is the Who's Troika is also there um, and that was added with uh, Falcon's Flight uh, back in, uh, back last year. Uh, your, yeah, last year. Um, and then you turn, turn and you go into kind of the more Victorian Americana section. And that's where Steelhawk is. That's also where Timberwolf is. Uh, Timberwolf is the old uh, Charlie Den Curtis Summers wooden coaster. Oh, fun. And uh, so it was added in 1989. Interesting fact is that. That's It uses the same station with the same gates, the same loading gates, that Scream Roller did. Scream Roller was an Arrow Corkscrew that was added in 76. It was the fifth That's Arrow really corkscrew. cool. No, I love
0: that. I love when Parks, like, reuse the station because it gives nostalgia to people who loved the old attraction that was there.
1: Oh, and it gets better. It gets better. The gates were never changed. Like, I think Timberwolf is thirty. 30- Oh gosh! Please don't give it eighty-nine. It's too late in the day for me to remember. Number thirty-five, <laughs> I believe. Thirty-five years old, I think. Please don't, please don't kill me if I'm wrong on that. Um, but the gates still line up to an arrow train. The gates literally do not lie still to this day do not line up to the Timberwolf train. So <laughs> it's fine if you're in the front, it's fine if you're in the front row. But once you get back to like yep, the yep. fifth row, it's kinda of like, well no, you kinda of have to angle to the <laughs> left <laughs> a
0: little. You know what's funny? <laughs> it's, it's, um, is Kentucky it's, Kingdom did the same thing with um Storm Chaser, which is their RMC coaster. It used to be a dueling wooden coaster called Twisted Twins, originally Twisted Sister. But there was a whole legal thing. Um
1: yeah yeah oh yeah i know i know all about the twisted the twisted sisters the band got all right because they were using the name yes um
0: but it 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 doesn't line up it's their gates are still for twisted twins and it does not line up with the cards for um storm chaser so you usually get a a couple mad guests who get taken from somebody else right
1: it's kind of just kind of like no, this is my row. That's your row, and it's is most people most people are are cool about it. Yeah, I've never I've never worked Timberwolf, so I'm kind of curious now if there's any conversations about <laughs> that ever. It's thirty it's thirty years old. I apologize for living wrong on the age. But another interesting is if you go if you go ride Timberwolf, or if you're just around the the exit entrance area, you can still see. Uh, some of the footers from Scream Roller that never got taken out. World's Fun loves to keep old. They don't like to take out old footers, I guess. But it's awesome because you can go and say, look, there's where Scream Roller's footer was. Um, And then it also has the old Orient Express chicken exit sign in the station. Oh, that's cool. So I love the fact the world of fun recycles everything It's like they never get rid of everything they just recycle it and you know so you find little bits and pieces of all these defunct rides all over the park and so especially if you know where to look that's really cool
0: I bet that's really fun especially for somebody who like grew up at the park or you know enthusiasts who go I think that's really cool to like be like oh I know what used to be there that's so fun
1: Exactly. I actually, I think I did a blog on it uh, about six months ago. As far as where are they now, you know, looking at all the little leftovers from all the different rides around the park. Um, but yeah, it's just it's one of those fun things. It's not a bad thing. It's just it's just fun. It tells the story of the park, and I love that. Um, so there's Timberwolf, and Timberwolf got a new Helix last year. Last year, interesting. All, like I think it was last year. Like I said, this is all starting. It's all starting to run together. This is horrible. Right. Horrible. Right. <laughs> um but uh so yeah because it used it it curtis summers charlie den as you know they were involved with the construction of the beast in mm. king's island fantastic 40 years right. ago 40 years ago 40 oh, years. absolutely happy 40th birthday
0: ago. beast love absolutely. you absolutely
1: love oh yeah i love the beast so when whenever you know Hunt Midwest, who owned the park up until 1995, when they were to go build a new coaster, they would go around and they would ride all these different roller coasters, mm-hmm. and they say, "I like parts from this and parts from this." And so the story goes with Timberwolf; they really liked the beast and they really wanted to recreate that helix, that big long helix that the beast has. But on the beast, it spirals down. Yeah. And Timberwolf, when it had the 560 degree helix, it spiraled up. And every time I personally rode that, it was, get your, get your oars out to row yourself around the helix. I guess when it first <laughs> opened, it wasn't anything like that at all, but that's the way it always was when I rode it. So they replaced the 560 degree helix with just a, uh, the, the, Bank turn. Right, right. And uh, they're retracking a lot of the the coaster and they're making it a lot more rideable because it was getting rough, Mm -hmm. you know, for over a year. I love when parks retract
0: their old wooden coasters. Oh, yeah. It it, it, it always just like warms my heart to see parks that actually take care instead of just standing there operating and just say whatever to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So almost all of Timberwolf has been retracted except for like about the last third of the ride hasn't been retracted yet, but I think that's on the schedule to do so. Um, it's it's a great ride. It's it's the oldest. It's World of Fun's <clears throat> oldest operating wooden. It's World of Fun's oldest operating roller coaster, and it opened on April 1st, 1989. I like to call it the April Fools' Coaster because it opened <laughs> on April Fool's Day, <laughs> April 1st. And um, so you go into Amer- go into the Victorian section of Americana. Uh, you have uh, this is where it gets really interesting because Front Street, which is like a shopping area, they have a new fountain mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then there's Steelhawk, which is the, oh my gosh, Uh 305 foot Steelhawk. Everybody knows it as Windseeker at all the other Yes, I saw Steelhawk. that. It's known as Steelhawk because it's from, it's the Knott's Berry Farm one. I, um, I just,
0: I love that it's not Windseeker. Like I saw that and I was like, their Windseeker's not Windseeker. I love
1: it. <laughs> now, do you know, do you know what used to be there? Was there? No. Or before Steelhawk no. was there? Okay, here's... Here's the interesting story. Okay, before Steelhawk, technically go-karts were there. It was a Grand Prix raceway from 99 until 2014, I think. Um, but before that, that was the main gate. Really? So yes yeah, So whenever I take somebody on a tour of the park uh who's never been to Worlds of Fun before, I always take them to Steelhawk. And then you go backwards and you walk in the It doesn't look like a boat anymore, but there's two wooden bridges Uh there. It used to to be the Henrietta, which was based off the Henrietta out of Around the World in 80 Days, the 1950s 1950s Around the World in 80 Days movie. And uh, you would buy your tickets. There was like these little red and cream colored gingerbread ticket booths. And you would ride the tram to the ticket booth, get your tickets, and you'd walk across the Henrietta, across the bridge on the Henrietta, and that would be where you would enter the park. And if you enter it, if you go to Stillhawk and you walk across those bridges, you will get it. And you'll be like, oh, this, and it's because it's still, regardless regardless of what they do to it, it still will always look like a main gate. And um, And I just, I... I love to take people and do that with them because then it's like you're entering the park the way that it was designed to be entered I love the Scandinavian gate I love the Scandinavian <laughs> gate it's beautiful, it's wonderful don't get me wrong, but there's just something special to me still about that old Americana I gate. think I, so. I think
0: especially with it being an American park and you know, you know if you are an American person when you go into an Americana themed section of a park it kind of gives you that warm fuzzy feeling uh at least it does for me, right? Same and it's with like just, Main Street USA or uh, International Street at Kings Island. It just kind of gives me that kind of
1: right. It's kind of <coughs> and if you think about like International Street and Kings Island, it's kind of the same. But when I was a kid, you know, you got you got on the tram in the parking lot and you rode the tram into the park and you that's that's just that's how you went into the park when you when I was a kid. And so you know that's for me that's just that's just just memorable and I just. I will never let the never let the memory of the old Americana gate Americana gate completely go away, (laughs) because it's just I just I remember it so vividly. So, but so that's why I'm saying when you go to Americana, that Worlds of Fun, you got to do that for me. You got to go through the Americana. Yeah, I definitely
0: will. And anybody else who's listening who's thinking about going to Worlds of Fun, do that because like I just think that that'd be so cool. It's like almost going back in time, being like, oh, I see it. I think that'd be so cool.
1: And. And here's another little interesting tidbit that I've kind of discovered along the way is that if you think about every park, except for Disney, that you've been to, how many of them can you see the park entrance from the parking lot? Huh. Most of them. Yeah, most Most of them. them, Most of them, yeah. Okay, six foot Everything, every park I can think of outside of Disney, you can see the main gate from the parking lot. Worlds of Fun, then, and even Worlds of Fun today... You can't. you had you you turn the corner when you were a kid, when I was a kid and I rode the trams in, you turn the corner and there's world there's there's the park gate. You couldn't see it until you made that turn and there was the that's, park gate. That's and then exciting. Some sort of that exciting. Like it's like a ta da kind of moment. It's and that's and if you if you look at the history of Magic Kingdom at Disneyland or Walt Disney World, that was st- strategically designed so that you could not see the gate. From well, I guess Disneyland, but Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World in Florida, I know for sure, was designed so you could not see the gate from your car. That's why the ticket and transportation center is like a mile away. Right. Is so that you could be transported away from the real world to this magical experience. And I think that was that was an absolute what's <coughs> the word I'm looking for? Um uh, that yes. was amazing. That was amazing design. Yeah.
0: No, so. I love that. And fun fact, uh I know I keep going back to King's Island, but smile we see the Pearl Cedar Fair Park I've been to to reference, I know that their entrance is also, you can see it, but it's this giant, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, it's ugly. It's really ugly. It's this giant, ugly brown block. It's yeah. like a
1: wall. It's like a rest because they have the restaurant yes. above it,
0: right? Yes. Or, and yeah. what and uh, I looked up a history video about it, and that was actually designed to be kind of a "ta-da" when you walk through. You saw this ugly brown block, but then you went through and it was this brightly colored different world like, and World. i was like that's so cool so i love when parks give you that ta-da moment of here it is right. explore have fun
1: right absolutely no i mean and i i love those stories as far as what was the thought process when they were just when they were deciding on this because that tells you so much more about the attraction or whatever it is you're going to experience to understand what what they were thinking when they were doing it um So you go from Americana and then, interesting thing, they opened a new restaurant there called Cotton Blossom Barbecue.
0: I saw that. I saw the concept Uh, art was the exact same as Coney Mall Barbecue in King's Island. So I don't know if it looks the same, but I know the concept art
1: was. I've not seen seen the one at King's Island. So I guess I have to tell you a little bit of history about World of Fun. So when Worlds of Fun opened, uh, Lamar Hunt and Jack Steadman. Lamar Hunt was the... Lamar Hunt and Jack Stedman were basically uh, the people that built mm-hmm. World of Fun. And they, and Lamar Hunt, of course, owned the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and he took the Super Bowl winnings and built World of Fun with them. Anyway, so they went to the MGM backlot auction in 1970. Uh, MGM was selling off all of the props from all of these movies that they made over four decades, four or five different decades, you know, Gone with a Wind, all oh, these musicals, whoa. all of these things that were shot on their backlot. Well, they went to this because the designer of World of Fun, Randall Dwell, was the old art director for MGM Studios. No way! Yeah. Well, he designed Six Flags Over... He designed several other parks. Six Flags Over Texas, Six Flags Great America, but World, he also designed World of Fun. And so he went. they went to the Backlot Auction in 1970, and from there they bought the Cotton Blossom, which was from the MGM Showboat musical, and they bought Victrix, which was from the... All the Brothers Were Valiant, it was an MGM movie, and they bought all these other little bitty props, you know, wagons and various other things too. Uh, Cotton Blossom was this big, full-size, three-story, sternwheeler paddle wheel, and they put it up exactly where Ripcord is today, on the boundary between the Orient and Americana. And uh, anybody that went to World of Fun before 1995, you cannot not remember Cotton Blossom. Uh, It was it basically lorded over the place and uh, it was it was beautiful up until its its final days Um, Anyway, but so when they took it out It kind of left a hole in the park And in the last couple of years the park has really gotten into this whole You know remembering the way World's of Fun was in the past So they did this wonderful new restaurant called Cotton Blossom Barbecue Which is a tribute to Cotton Blossom um, and it has photos of cotton blossom all over the inside. The signage on the outside, though, uh, is made to look just like the smokestacks uh, that the cotton blossom originally had. It had the two smokestacks and had the name Cotton Blossom with the little cotton blossom emblem in the middle of it. And so it was very, very well done. The food is very good, too. So That is so and, uh, cool. I, thought- I
0: love when parks really take that detail like
1: they really, yeah, they do. I mean, and I, I love the fact that they're that they're being respectful of that history of the park. I love that aspect of it. So, um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, okay, so you go from Americana into the Orient. The Orient is your last section, last theme section, and uh, the Orient is also probably the smallest because it's kind of landlocked between Scandinavia and uh, Americana. In <clears throat> uh, it's home to Spinning Dragons, which is a Gerselauer spinning coaster, mm-hmm. and then bamboozler which is a Hubert's uh, Roundup. Super love roundups. Roundup. Yeah, it's a very. I want very a few people, roundup, but anyways. I
0: love roundups.
1: But I—that's another one of those things that I don't ride anymore because it probably would not be. It would probably be funny for everybody else. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, it has a great light package on it, also at night just like Zulu is just amazing to take pictures I of it and it also has like that um,
0: swirl kind of hypno pattern in it which people say Exactly. Yeah. What I've heard from you know comments and stuff and pictures I've been I've heard people say like it's really cool to see at night that swirl and I'm like oh I'd, I'd love to see that.
1: Oh and it's got red and white lights all over it. Um the interesting thing is is that the station it uses is an original structure but it was built for the Octopus, which Octopus has been removed for several mm-hmm. years now. Um, but, you know, it's just a normal Octopus. Uh, but that pad has had various traction. The whole whole Bamboozler, Bamboozler has been moved twice. And it's had three different names. And it's just a fascinating story for that ride. Because um, it got added in 77 as Singapore Sling. Then got moved to Americana. And became Whirligig. And then got moved back to the Orient. And became Bamboozler. <laughs> So it's just it's it's just funny when you start watching, the name changes. And the I think that's kind of cool like that to America. Americana
0: because at Holiday World, their um, roundup is in the Fourth of July section and it's called Revolution. It was originally Roundhouse, right? Then they got a new, you know, a, a newer roundup, probably a, a smaller roundup too. Uh, no, it, it might have been bigger, but it seems smaller. And now it's called the Revolution. So I think that's cool that like both roundups were like Americana themed. Mm-hmm
1: no and that's yeah and it's i think roundups kind of more are more typically thought of as a traditional fair coaster fair ride you know because you see them in all the traveling carnivals and stuff like that um and uh so it's i guess it's kind of (coughs) unusual to have it be in the orient section but for me it's always been as long as i can remember because it's been bamboozler since 1986 i believe yeah it got booted out by a megatron in 1986 Uh, so, I mean, ever since I can remember it being there, it's been the bamboozler. No, that's, so it's just, that's awesome.
0: Like, that's fantastic. Um, it's, I, it's so interesting to me that the park has such a theme because if you do, you know, if you guys go look at other student fair parks, they, some of them do still have their theming, but it's a lot, and I mean, a lot less than what it was originally was. So to see a park really kind of keep that theming going, especially a regional park, that's so cool to see and i it's i i love theme parks i love theme parks theme parks are personally my favorite over amusement parks because i like overarching stories i like I, I like themed attractions it just it i'm extra so theme parks are extra oh no so i do I like i've
1: <laughs> i i've been i've been a huge uh proponent of the of the you know keeping the theme in the park and i'm, I'm just so happy that every time they add in a new traction especially the last couple of years it's been not only named appropriately, but I mean the theming has been there, you know, and I think I had did an interview with Rob Decker several years ago. He did all of the design work. I'm not sure if he's still there or not. I don't think he is. But um, you know, and he was talking about, you know, when Spinning Dragons got at it, you know, how, you know, that they, they themed everything. And Spinning Dragons is located where the old dolphin pool used to be. In fact, the dolphin pool is now found. There was a dolphin. But you pool? would never you, Oh yeah, there Fins and Flippers Dolphin um, Aquatic Arena There was a dolphin show there from 73 until 96 I that's believe was last year Yeah, almost every park had one I think even Holiday World had one at one time See, I didn't and- even
0: know that I've, I've only known the dive show, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's where it was um, yeah, no,
1: usually they all had those little bitty pools like that. And if you look at Spinning Dragon's fountain and think about that being a dolphin pool, it's like, that's teeny
0: You know, teeny. it wouldn't surprise me because that teeny tiny pool at Holiday World is um, now a dive show, which is also very rare for a lot of parks, surprisingly, because I know most parks have had a dive show at some point or another.
1: World's Fun did because for after they discontinued the dolphin show, they did a dive show for about four or five years before they completely got rid of it the aquatic arena and then that's where spinning dragons is now. But Spinning Dragons is very well themed. And Rob Decker said, you know, it doesn't cost that much to do theming. You know, and it adds so much to the integrity of the park and to the integrity of the story and to the experience. You know, and um, you know, so you know, it's fun to say, oh, you go for the Orient, you go to Scandinavia, you know, you go to Europa. And, uh, yeah, and you hear the music and you have the rides and they're all, you know. And then I love the fact that this, I love this, that Grand Carnival is coming and that they put China in the Orient section. And that just is... Was... I'll
0: say this, Grand Carnival, I saw it. I saw King's Island. I was sitting there. I was thinking, man, I wish I had a season pass this year because I did have a King's Island season pass for a couple of years. And I was like, wow, I really want to go. This event looks great. It's, 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 it's so cool to see floats going down Cedar Fair things because Cedar Fair parks usually don't have parades or stuff like that so it's cool to see floats and they're interactive and there's all kinds of cool stuff so I'd love to go to that event
1: well I'm going to be there in what is today today is Tuesday so I'll be there in about five days I am so excited you have to to tell me
0: about it I can't wait to hear
1: oh yeah Oh yeah, there will be lots of po- there will be lots of pictures and lots of posting from that. Everybody that kn- everybody that, that follows the Facebook, it's like if she's if Jennifer's there, there's going to be five or six posts <laughs> that day. <laughs> so, so I apologize ahead of time, but you know I just I I do get I do get very excited about stuff. Like I don't blame that, you. That's you know? exciting.
0: So, no, I love it. Um, so- but uh, before we move on, I have a little question. Uh, like section. That I want to, you know, little spitfire, short questions that I think would be fun to ask you as a big fan of World's Fun. Okay.
1: okay. So first of all,
0: what is your favorite ride at the park?
1: Oh my gosh, you're gonna ask yes. me? Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm getting. We're getting into it. <laughs>
1: oh. Oh my goodness. Um, that's a very. Tough if you'd like to, you, you
0: can do favorite coaster and favorite flat ride.
1: Um, I might do. I might do that. Okay. So favorite coaster, probably favorite overall favorite overall ride is probably mamba i worked on mamba in uh, 2007 and so she's kind of my baby um you know and i mean there's i just have so many personal stories with it you know because that's that's basically how i met my husband was because they were building mamba one of i remember when i came back from college and they were building because i was in college when they were building mamba uh you know i would come back and you would see the gigantic silver supports climbing out of the ground, you know, in the winter, you know, to you have that fog and it's just kind of mist kind of mystical kind of thing going on there. The commercials, the hairstyles by Mamba, I remember those. I remember going to Worlds of Fun on Mamba's opening day and cars were going down I mean there was like Worlds of Fun Avenue was like a parking lot and everybody was gazing out of their windows, gawking up at this gigantic coaster. And uh, you know, and I love the ride. And I mean when Mamba's running when mom was running really well it's it's for me it's a top i people may think i'm crazy it's been my top 10 still coasters i could far. see
0: it from the pov i saw i was like you know i could see it i mean it, it looks like a good coaster just in general
1: and like i said it's 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 very temperamental mm-hmm. i mean every coaster has got a little you know it's got its on days it's got it's yeah days. um but you know, I mean, like I said, that that seat that I was telling you about, that third row, of the first car, and I I keep telling people this, and nobody ever listens to me. But it really, is <laughs> the best seat on that ride. Um, you go, you go ride that, and it's just like the airtime. Oh my gosh, the airtime on that second hill. It's like you're literally, your knees are like up on the lap bar, and you're but you're not thrown into it. You're just slowly float into it, and then you're like, you know down the way down the drop, and you're still up, and you're up off of the seat <laughs> all the way at the bottom so anyway it's just great um probably this is where it's going to get tough it's between the world of fun railroad or viking voyager viking voyager because i worked on it's the only ride that i worked on both under hunt midwest and cedar fair because i worked on it in 94 when i was 16 and i worked on it in 2006 under cedar fair and so i spent many many hours with many many hours with that ride and I just love the fact that it's an old classic, log flow And then the train—I was an engineer on the train. I was also a—I also did the spiel. I want to do that uh, so bad. On. It looks so fun it's, to be an engineer on a train
0: it's, or a conductor.
1: It's but well, the engineer—the engineer is the best part because it's you know, Eli is kind of feeling a little sick right now. It's kind of not running, but it's great that the park has a steam train. I mean, it—the fact that it's you know. King's Island, Kings Island has one. Cedar Point has several, but you know I love the fact that World of Fun still has theirs and still operates theirs, and you know it's not a push button ride. It's yeah. You know, it, it feels like with that compressor running, it feels like it's a person in in some ways, and I think people that know steam engines know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that, and um, so I I'm kind of partial to that one as well, um, and you know I mean. I've probably spent the most time operating those three rides too so I've had lots of quality time lots of quality time lots of storms and electrical outages <laughs> and collectors. you know and it's like we're not getting any electricity up here on the top of lift two. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. so, 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 um, so but you know it's just and I think I think because of all that time that I spent with it, that's probably also why I'm still partial. I take that time to go halfway across the country to visit See, it.
0: I, I could see that, too. So. I feel like I would do the same. I feel like a, if I ever move anywhere else in the country, I'm going to be coming back to Holiday World, even though i You're gonna still yeah. going to come
1: back, because it's your home park. You you have that attachment to it. Absolutely, yes. So I love that. So, if you have not been to World of Fun, you need to come to World you of Fun. You really do. Okay, uh, I got about like three
0: more questions. What is your favorite okay. show at the park, or can be passed. Any show that's ever been at the park.
1: Every show, any show that's ever been at the park.
0: Hmm. I'll widen it because I know I know sometimes regional parks don't always change the shows. Oh no, there's a
1: lot, there's there's a lot, oh, there's lots of shows for me to choose from. That's really, that's why it's really really tired. I would have to probably say hmm, the old Tivoli show. I saw the Don't Stop Believing. It was the last one they did and I loved it. Uh, I think they did it in 2010 and 2011. World of Fun used to do a Tivoli show. Tivoli's their big indoor theater. Had a full band, uh, like several costume changes, scene changes everything. Oh, I would. Lo- uh, love Don't stop believing.
0: Parks have like really legitimate shows.
1: Oh yeah, and they they discontinued it after 2011, but they did the show Don't Stop Believing, which was all the 1980s. It was Queen and Journey. That would have been amazing. Of- uh, it was uh, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, so the, it's either going to be either that or the old marionette show because I remember watching that when I was a kid. So it's kind of a tie between those two. So. I love
0: that. Okay. Favorite food or snack at the park?
1: Oh gosh, it doesn't get any easier, <laughs> does
0: <it>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, can I tell you after this week? Oh, <laughs> no, sure. yeah, that's
0: perfectly sure. fine.
1: Uh, um, right now.
0: Yeah, because they do have different foods for Grand Carnival, don't they?
1: I'll have to. Okay, I'll say this: the chicken at Cotton Blossom Barbecue is really good right now. Of any food in the park right now, and maybe probably any food in the park in the past, I probably have to say that that is probably my number one. Wow! Cotton Blossom. That the, yeah, oh my! Oh, it's really good. It's really good. Everybody, if you're gonna go to the park, you gotta have the chicken at Cotton Blossom Barbecue. I-
0: it's the I, best ooh, I, I, now now i'm hungry
1: <laughs> <laughs> really good i don't i i don't like white meat because i think white meat is too dry and i never eat it but with a quarter chicken you get or half chicken you get the dark and the white so i'm like okay i'll try ooh, the white and the white was really good delicious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so
0: anyway oh that sounds so good um and then last question what is your favorite slide at oceans of fun I feel like it's a hard one because if you ask a lot of theme park people that, they're going to. Because I do it myself. If people were to ask me, you know, what's your favorite slide at Splash Safari? I'll probably be like, huh. Because I realize I don't go as often as I <laughs> as I think I
1: do. Oh, oh, Aruba Tube. Aruba Tube. I love Aruba Tube. Aruba Tube. It's basically you ride in a tube down into. Uh, into um... Wow. Go, can I go? Go, can I go? Um. Yeah, coconut. But yeah, I, that's probably my favorite. Um, I've ridden, I've ridden Diamond Head, which is the old water slides there. But I think I don't think they're even open this year. I think they're getting rid of those. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Rubatuba by far is that's
0: fantastic. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the first uh, hometown. Uh, oh my gosh. I forgot the name of the show, Home Park Hoedown episode of Dyslexic. I really appreciate you coming on and telling us all about Worlds of Fun and why we should go visit and why, it's, why you love the park so much. And I hope some of you guys go out to Kansas City and go to Worlds of Fun.
1: Absolutely. And I, I, I as you can see, I love to talk about it. I could probably talk about it all day. So I appreciate you having me on and uh, letting me talk your ear off about it. Oh, so.
0: it's a podcast. That's what I want is to have my ear talked off because i just it's i i love hearing your passion excitement about this park and that that's why i really wanted to add this to the lineup of my dyslexic episodes everybody is so you can hear uh the passion and excitement people have for their regional or local parks and uh i am so honored to have you on this first episode so i really do appreciate you being on and with that being said do you have anything you'd like to plug for our listeners
1: Uh, Well, I mean, as I mentioned, I've been running uh, my website, uh, www.worldsoffun.org, since 1997. We have a following on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, It's just dot spelled out D-O-T, space, org, O-R-G. And if you guys have any other questions about Worlds of Fun history or Worlds of Fun in general, I love talking about Worlds of Fun. Just be aware, once you start talking, it's pretty hard to get (laughs) your So you have been warned. (laughs) <laughs> oh thank thank you so
0: much. Um and for me guys as you know, you can follow me on Twitter at dislex or sorry at @scott021 or look up dyslexic. You can also follow you can also follow me on Instagram at dyslexic96. I like to go live on there about once a week to talk about uh the show, the episode or what's going on in the parks or me rants about a reality show I'm into cuz I have uh you guys have learned so far I have a big problem with reality show competitions getting too into them. But um and then you can listen to Dyslexic every week here on Anchor, on Overcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. I know you're obviously listening on one, but I like to throw those options out there because maybe you have to pay for this one, and you don't want to pay for another one, and. I like to give those options to everybody. Cause like I've said before, times can be tough. So I still want you to be able to enjoy the show. Um, I am going to ask you to please share with your fam- friends and family who you think would also enjoy the show. I really appreciate it. It's a hobby podcast, but it's a podcast I'm very passionate about. So I'd love for you guys to share. And with that, I hope you all have an amazing week and I hope you go explore worlds of fun and go visit it. Remember Kansas city worlds of fun, look it up, watch POVs, see what you want to do there and then go visit it. And with that, um, bye, everybody.